Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. It's the midweek episode. It's a big midweek episode. It's the all April through May JM team. Get ready to get upset. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball, brought to you by SeatGeek. My name is Jimmy. We got Jake here. We got BBD in the corner, and Trevor coming to you from his lovely hotel room in Tampa Bay. Curtains behind you. Low key yeah. outfit from you, Trev. Backwards hat. You and Jake wearing the same shirt, different colors. Nice. Yeah, we have a gender real or real party after the show. Ooh, how is TB? TP. It it's great. Um Twins got their butts kicked last night. The Rays are everything that they're advertised to be. Jose Siri had a moment. Jake would have been so proud to be here and see him and put lollipops in his hair. But uh it's everything's good. Bounce back tonight for my Twinkies. James, I love having you on the show, bro. I do. You got the spoon me shirt on, and now I'm thinking you would be a good cuddle. You would be. Mm. I don't know what that says about me that my mind went there, but it did. Jake, how are you doing? Oh, okay. Trev, James, Davis, everyone tuning in with us. Yeah, let's get some hearts broken this episode. That's what it is, you know? Everyone thinks about the winner, and everybody thinks about the losers. Mm. And, uh, yeah, it's good having my bay in Tampa Bay. Ooh, as I said, every episode is brought to you by SeatGeek, but this episode is really brought yeah. to you by SeatGeek. You can get $20 off your first purchase at SeatGeek using code TALKIN, T-A-L-K-I-N. 28 million downloads. SeatGeek is the number one rated ticketing app. They make it super easy. Green, good deal. Red, bad deal. Code TALKIN, $20 off your first purchase. A lot of people always get confused about this. This is not the all May JM team. Mm. We're finding who's been the most consistent throughout the whole year. So if you had a terrible April, but a really good May, that April might hurt you. If you had a really good April, bad May, that April might help you. It is accumulative. Mm. Always trips everyone up first time they kind of hear what we're doing here. So do you guys want to start AL like we usually do? Or do you want to give the NL love? Trev says no. Shake it up. I want to give the NL some love, a little strokey, if you know what I mean. Okay. <laughs> now, now, BBD, do you have the NL April I do. winners in front of you? Maybe read those off for us so people can, you know. I'd, I'd love to. In April, in the NL, uh, our catcher was Sean Murphy. First base was Paul Goldschmidt. Second base, Luisa Rise. Uh, Xander Bogarts was our shortstop. Max Muncy took third base. That I did not remember. Uh, our outfielders were Acuna, James Outman, and Brandon Marsh was our center fielder. McCutcheon was a DH. Tyro Estrada was our util, and Zach Allen took the starting pitcher honors. Ooh, Gallen. Can you tell me um, uh, underlining names so I can see? Who was the three outfielders? It was Acuna? Uh, Marsh was in center, then Acuna and Outman. Wow, Marsh not even, and Outman not even on the board. Half the, the board. season. If you don't have a good half the season and other people do, yeah, find yourself off the map. Okay. Because you do want to win every month because you get a pedal for every month you win. And if you go pole to pole, you get a silver daisy. All your pedals get put together. 
and then you get a beautiful silver daisy. Each player gets a locket, but some are two-petal lockets, some are six-petal lockets. Oh, I thought they just had loose petals. Oh, you lose, though, so. That's, this is that's, important. That's, that's why you put it on a locket. Oh, okay. But you want to have that full daisy. Yeah. Jose Siri, maybe he puts beautiful. it on his necklace. If he won, but he doesn't care. It, I, I don't, yeah, he, <laughs> he doesn't, doesn't care. care. He doesn't care. Oh, Who cares less, care. him or Walker Bueller? Different levels. Different levels. Okay. Let's start with the NL catcher then. Mm. On our board here, we have William Contreras, Elias Diaz, Sean Murphy, and Will Smith. And as you heard BBD say, Sean Murphy is the incumbent. Is that, is that the correct use of that yeah. term? Politics guy, for sure. What's, uh, what's shouting out to you, Jake? I love Elias Diaz jumping on the board. He has been incredible. Um, you know, the kind of a, a little bit of a journeyman catcher putting together a massive year for the Rocks. I love seeing him up there. And his numbers compete, although I do think him and William Contreras are a step below where Trev's Will Smith and BBD's Sean Murphy have landed. Um, it's high and tight. And I think you have a, a slightly better offensive catcher, a slightly better defensive catcher, and I think that's where the vote kind of lands. So who do you got? Oh, we're just revealing. Trev? I'd like to give a little... No, I mean, look, I think that Will Smith has done a really good job. He is... I don't know if he's my favorite catcher in the game, but he's one of my favorite catchers in the game. He's just... He's so good when you start to look at the numbers. But Sean Murphy has been better. And I don't think there's really any way around it. Uh, he's played more games than him. He has more homers, uh, more runs, more RBI. Uh, the thing that Will Smith has done that I really like is that he has more walks than strikeouts, which is really cool. I'll always think that's cool. But also, Sean Murphy has seven hit by pitches. That big butt mm. is just getting in the way of all these pitches. He leads an F4. Um, his on-base percentage almost starts with a four. So I'm taking Sean Murphy, and uh, he keeps his hopes alive for a silver daisy in my book. All right, yeah. I mean, Will Smith has less games. He was out for a chunk of April. Two guys, two catchers that are hitting in the heart of the lineup. Uh, I think Murphy gets mostly clean up at bats. I just saw Smith. He's batting three hole for the Dodgers a good amount. Uh, I don't know. I thought I was leaning Smith until you talked, and then I'm trying to refine the numbers. You're looking at a lot of the counting numbers, but, you know, Smith was hurt a little bit. Well, Smith is DH to chunk two, um, where I, I think he's DH 20-plus games. Murphy's only DH five. Um, and yeah, I mean the, the caught stealing numbers, Murphy's throwing out guys at a 29% clip, Will Smith at a 10% clip. Um, I, my heart wanted to say Will Smith cause it's like, okay, the Dodgers and he is hitting third in the middle of the lineup. Sean Murphy's doing the same stuff and I think he's better defensively. So I, I will follow and I think I'll stamp it. Triple stamp. You guys won me over. It's a trip stamp. Triple stamp. Well, I feel like pretty powerful that I influenced. And congrats you guys. to the okay. Braves. You did shit. Sean Murphy. Two pedals. Two months. Remains in line. Next up we got Paul, Pete, and Freddie. Yeah. And Christian, who's on mm. the board by blah 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 blah. Paul, Pete, and Freddie. 
first base, NL. Goldie won it last month. If you're looking at Freddie's numbers, they're kind of silly, guys. I mean, is this a Freddie Freeman runaway? Should this be a quick one? There's a fake combo, but it's Frederick. I mean, Freddie Freeman, 346 batting average, 420 OBP, first two months of the season, 588 slugging. Oh, he's nuts. He's, everything he does uh, with a bat in his hands is beautiful. I love watching that guy hit. This is a stacked position uh, right now. These numbers that we're looking at, there's a lot of good, uh, a lot of good ball players in front of my face. But I, I do believe that Freddie has separated himself from the pack a little bit. What did he do in April that he didn't? When was Goldie just that much better, or was there a massive discussion? We, I, I mean, we've seen these better. two neck and neck for the past two years now. NL first base has kind of become yeah. these guys' stomping grounds. And hey, if you're a Mets fan or an Alonzo guy, which you know I am. And you're like, hey, he's got 20 ho- double the homers. <laughs> uh, Frederick Freeman has 23 doubles. Pete has four. 19 more doubles from Freddie. Um, so, yeah, I, Pete, I, I love watching that guy play. It's Freddie and Paul, and literally everything on Freddie's page is a tick better than Paul. Yeah, and uh, in April, Freddie didn't even crack the top four for us, Trev. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he didn't I just have, saw that he didn't have a bad April, but you know, first month of the season, some guys really go off. His May, he batted four hundred in May. Mm-hmm. I mean, he had a four sixty two on base in May. He Freddie has played every game of the season, two hole, first base, every game. I mean, does he have any DH days? No, two hole, first base, sixty one out of sixty one games. I love that. So yeah, he he's he's the pedal winner for for May. And I'll call out Dalton real quick because he does have Christian Walker on the sheet, which is nice. Uh, I think Matt Olson has a very good argument for third or fourth place. Uh, 879 OPS as we stand today. But maybe that's some June stuff, and we'll get there in June. Congrats to Frederick Freeman. For Hundy. It's a good position. He's stolen bases? Hey, Jim. Yeah. Speaking of 400. Yeah. NL second base. Oh uh, yeah. Oh. Aha. Another runaway, Luis Arise. Do we do we dare name anyone else? Or you don't have it as a runaway? Ozzy Albies, Tyro Estrada, Nico Horner on the list here. Shout out to those dudes. Um, Trev, taste Tyro. You won't. There are some good options on this list. Now, if we're just going by, you know. I mean, 400 is something <laughs> else, dude. I mean, Arise he, is batting 381. This, and that's right. This is the end of May. And he did have kind uh, of a, he, he had a quote-unquote tough May. I think he had You're right. This is through May, so we can't even talk 400. Although, as we sit here today, I think he's at 401. Yeah. But we're not talking about that. He we're end, not talking about June. He ends April and May with an 811 OPS, which is the second highest OPS out of, out of the the positions here, the players here. Oh, um, four, 345 on base percentage. So, like, Ozzy has him beat in OPS and on base percentage. Ozzy's... Is Ozzy playing awful defense? What is this? Well, it sure it, seems that way. Yeah, I mean... According he, to the metrics. Because a 904 OPS. Yo. How does he have that on base percentage with that walk percentage? 
the defensive side. That's what I was thinking. This, this, there's got to be something going on. Was there a typo? Yeah, this looks a like typo. a typo. Was there it's got to be a 338. Oh, we are beefing. <laughs> Let's look it up right now. Oh, God. Oh, no. Yep. Oh, boy. Is it a 338, not a 4? Congrats to Luis Rice. Yeah, he's got a 306 OBP currently, so that's yeah. not right. That's fine. We knew it was all right. good. Arise was winning it anyway. I think we do have to give it to Arise just because he's doing something that is like historical at second base. Uh, I mean, shout out Osby. He Ozzy, he's had he's put up some good numbers. Tyro Estrada um, has put together a really nice season. It's really tough to take away from him, but Arise kind of when you do something like that, it separates you from the pack. It does. History, maybe, maybe. Xander won the shortstop in April. What does the red identify here? Honestly, it's the rudest thing in our sheet. It's still the fact that Perdomo hasn't played a lot of games because he was getting partially platooned. Mm. He doesn't play um, versus lefties. So he is the only player on this sheet <laughs> that is designated with the color red, which I guess can be complimentary as well, but it's also like, come on. Come on, D-backs, play him. Play him both ways. Xander at shortstop. Uh, let's see. I mean, Perdomo wins in every slash line. Perdomo's got the highest average, highest on base, highest slugging, highest OPS, highest, highest weighted runs created, highest B-War, second highest, not the highest B-War, sorry. Dansby has the highest B-War, and Dansby has the highest F-War. 11 games more played for Dansby. If I'm looking at this right now, I'm probably, <clears throat> I'm just, I'm between those two. Perdomo's still out for me. Perdomo he doesn't have Swanson. the, he doesn't have the at-bats. <clears throat> I mean, I, I know it's not his fault, but come on. He's put up really good numbers without the at-bats. I mean, he has more RBIs than Dansby without the at-bats. He has the same amount of homers as Dansby without the at-bats. He's close in runs. Uh this is a this is a tough one for me. I, I'm going back and forth. I'm leaning Dansby, but I could be persuaded into Perdomo if Jake wants to do that with his snakes. Perdomo is behind on ABs by <clears throat> by quite a bit. Yeah, and even w with Dalton's filters, he told me this month the cutoff was 150 plate appearances. Perdomo is technically four short of that. I think he made a little bit of an exception. He's not even like snake. if you if you sort by qualified, he's not even there. Yeah, he's not qualified yet. So that's tough. Yeah, I uh, I obviously love Perdomo and what he's doing for the team. And by the way, against righties where they're sitting him more, he has a three ninety one on base. <laughs> he's like he's slapping it around. So it's it's tough. I I, I unfortunately agree. I, I mean, you know, Dansby Swanson having a hundred more at bats. Yeah. As we're talking two months of the season, yeah. that's impactful. And you guys know I'm on a hill of we. Dansby Swanson got hated on because his defense should decline. He's still really good. He's still real. The decline hasn't happened yet. So as of now, he's hitting better than every other shortstop outside of Perdomo in a smaller sample, and he still picks it at a gold glove level. So I, I have no qualms giving it to Dansby. Yeah, Dansby's playing every day in the two-hole. When Perdomo is in there, he's mostly eight, seven, eight, nine back of the order. So it's just a different kind the of Rosario environment. Theory. Yeah, yeah. I'm fine with it. Perdomo's on a first place team. Yeah. 
Oh, wow. I think Shout so. out Lindor. He's got some power numbers. <clears throat> the extra base hits are there, but the on-base percentage has not been lowest walk rate of them all. Yeah, his slash line doesn't there look great. In the next coming months. Yeah, we need... Lenny Rollins, Dansby? Need, need Xander, Frankie, or Perdomo to play more um, to get it going in June. And summer's here, so they will. It's going to get hot, especially in the desert. Congrats, Lieutenant Dan. Banjbay. So no one will be winning a Silver Daisy NL shortstop. That's tough. Good. We, we have NL second base, NL catcher. Silver Daisy still up okay. for grabs. Yeah. What about NL third base? Max Muncy won it. Yes. I believe this was a contentious one when we chose Muncy. I remember people on the on, saw some Twitter replies getting upset about that. But uh, we got mm. Arenado on our list. Heimer, Candelario, or Jamer. I always forget. I said it one James way. And then Jamer. I, and Jamer and Jamer. J.D. Davis. Show. I thought it was Jamer, and then it was I forget what it is. Jamer. I think it's one of the names that America changed, and he said it's all right. Has battled. Luis Robert, Robert, you see our guy Fuzzy fighting that. I think, I thought April was pretty clean because Muncie went nuts in April. Um, I know I know, wisdom was solid, but I, I, I think Muncie all around kind of had him beat. Right now, I have no idea what to do, Trev. And you, you know, people forget uh, you actually played third base for a period of time. Um, what are you seeing in the NL? Well, my first my first glance here at the numbers and and comparing these guys, I wanted it to go Muncie. Now, it's interesting to me. I mean, he's got the highest walk percentage of all the candidates here at a fifteen point five percent, but he's hitting two oh nine. So his on base percentage isn't there. So like to me, that means the BABIP isn't there. So he's got more in the tank. Like he's probably going to get going. That doesn't mean anything for right now because we're just talking about what he's done through May. Oh boy. I think we got a race here between Muncie, who I believe is leading. Got to get my sheet back up there together. I believe he's leading. Oh, shoot. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> now that I'm looking at the more of the numbers, I mean, Jamer's leading in, in the B-War and the F-War categories. J.D. Davis is leading in run, uh, weighted runs created plus. For me, it's Munson. If that makes it any close easier. Close in OPS. Or harder for you. But my vote's going to go back to Muncie. I mean, he's got 17 home runs. I know the average stinks. I think day in, day out, watching Muncie might be very frustrating. Dodgers fans let me know at the back because he just doesn't swing. But then... It's working right now. Uh, the on-base percentage is more than 100% higher than the average, so you would like some singles to get mixed in, but he's got, is it, I mean, 17 home runs? He's doubling these guys up on homers. Yeah. I mean, from a, you want power from the third-base position. Also, we, the Yankees just played the Dodgers, and Muncy kind of, I don't know what the public thinks about his, him defensively, but in the series where I watched him play third base every day, he kind of surprised me of like, he always moved around a ton, but he made some solid plays where I was like, shit, dude, why are you so nimble over there? So He's I'm, a ball player. Yeah. So I'm going to go Muncie Man. with my vote. Man. Trev? Yeah, this is a tough one. I think I'm deciding between Muncie and Jamer. That's where my head is at right now. Um, 
the 17 homers are difficult to look past. It, it really it's a lot. is. It's a lot of home runs. He does strike out a ton. He is a buddy of mine. Mm. Ooh. I don't know if he'd consider me his friend, but I consider him my friend. I don't. I think he doesn't have many. I didn't. I did. It's that he considers. A lot of people consider that Max his friend, and he's just like, eh, I like my Yeah, I, I get that. I get that. I did. Say I think I'll right go word. I'll go Muncie. I want to give him a shot of the Silver Daisy. The numbers are close enough. I think power is important to me. He's got it. You can't be hitting 209 and, be, and get a Silver Daisy. I'm sorry. I know the average doesn't mean everything. And the OPS is there. It's the best one on the board of these guys we're looking at. But we can't be giving away Silver Days to 210 hitters. It's not Max. sustainable what he's doing, but in, in in right now he's making it work by when he does hit it, it's going a long way. But there's got to be some balance to be found, and you hope that it lands in a good spot. I want slugging from my third baseman. He's clearly the... Got the best slug of these guys that we're looking at here. Best OPSO. That's kind of where. That's my decision. Messy man. Uh, I, I mean, Muncie gets it. Uh, Jamer. Hey, I know the homers are there for Muncie. He does have more extra base hits than Muncie. Uh, and JD Davis has been raking yeah. too. In the question, it was a close one. The question for him has always been defense, and the defensive numbers don't look good. So I would have to ask Giants fans, how has it felt? I was shocked to see he's been basically their everyday third baseman. There's a couple DH days mixed in there, but um, A, happy for J.D. Davis because look at his career numbers. He's always hit, um, and that's some some Giants magic. Let's just sweep it with Muncie. Uh, it's messy, and Jamer deserves some love, and so did J.D. And, hey, Nolan Arenado, let's go. Uh, Machado come back. Maybe Aaron. David Wright on retire or something. I don't know. Arenado had a 900 OPS in May. Do that again, and you're probably in the conversation. But that April was tough. Crazy. Yeah. Congrats, Max Muncie. Congrats to Max Muncie. Before we get to that National League outfield. Oh, my God, the fly ball. I can't see it. Bet you wish you had your Shady Rays. I know I would. Shady Rays, they are built to Last premium polarized shades at an affordable price. That's pretty nice. That sounds great, actually. And they are great. I wear them every day to and fro work. Uh, and you know what? It is nice that they're durable, but guess what? You sit your little tush on them. You snap them. We've all been there. Don't lie to yourself. You've sat on sunglasses in your life. If you haven't, maybe buy a Shady Rays pair and just do it to feel the rush. Because they have their lost and broken replacement guarantee. Guarantee. That means you basically get Sunnies for life. And if you thought that was a deal, if you use code TALKING at ShadyRays.com, you'll get 50% off two-plus pairs of premium polarized shades. We have some more big stuff coming up with them soon. They were a big part of our Blitzball Battle Tournament. We love Shady Rays, and you should too. Click the link in the description. Code talking, 50% off two or more pairs. Polarized sunnies. Can I tell you something? Mm. I've had Shady Rays for a little while now. I've lost them. I've broken them. Doing the replacement thing, super easy. Easiest task in the world. They're the best. Because that's daunting. It's daunting. Normally. You're scared they're going to be mad? They're not. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> Like you get it, but we got to get to yell at you. Which, that would be a fair trade-off. 
but they don't. They're really nice. The National League outfield. We need a center fielder, at least, and two other outfielders. Trev, you just talked to your kids, a.k.a. my godchildren, and said hi. Me and Jimmy looked at each other, and we said, we think we have our three. Yeah, I think I got mine. Okay, well, I know. Look, Ronald Acuna Jr., congratulations. Wow, dude. Yeah, but we got to do center field first. Oh, we're doing center first? I thought we were going to do the two others and then you go center You need last. a center fielder. That can change the whole shape of the outfield. One of the other yeah. outfielders might be a center fielder. First step. <laughs> the guy that you want at center might not get it, and then you're going to want him in the corner. Whatever. So, then let's pick our center fielder. Center fielder eligible for center fielder. Cody Bellinger, Corbin Carroll, TJ Friedel. Friedel. Brandon Nimmo. I always want Nimmo to win, man, because I kind of like what he's about. I like that he's in center field and he steals and he hustles, but he's just not ever the top of the center field list. He is always the bridesmaid, never the bride. It's tough. It feels like he's always right there. Yeah. Well, the guy that I'm voting for has a 290 average, a 376 on base, a 519 slugging, 895 OPS. He's got a 2.3 F war and a 2.2 B war. Corbin Carroll. Alliteration in the name. That's my vote for center fielder. I'm in. Sweep. He's a superstar. Even close. Yeah. He's he is a superstar. Okay. Well, then, Trev, we have, we as have you a, said previously, uh, I think Acuna's also in. He's. Acuna's nuts. If no? we didn't pick Acuna, imagine the text we'd get from Peter Moylan. Jake was giving imagine. a look. Imagine. Jake was giving a look. I was going to tell the people, Jim, that we have a sick Corbin Carroll shirt. Oh, uh, but you, nice. you kept the, the train on the tracks there. Uh, and I think we have a sick Ronnie shirt, too. But, yeah, I mean, Ronald Cooney, arguably NL MVP up into this point. I mean, so, his slash yeah. line is the 3-4-5 slash line that we always talk about. The average starts with the 3, the on-base starts with the 4, and the slug starts with the 5. And that's before you got to the 23 stolen bases he has. You should call him a 345. Mm. Should, should just call those guys. He's a 345. By the way, Corbin Carroll, 16 swipes of his own. So we got a nice little outfield for him. And speed, pop. The last spot is where it might get interesting. Yes. And um, does anyone want to go first? I mean, it's going to be between Mookie Betts and Juan Soto. I'm assuming you guys are on that same page. That's where my eyes were going. Yeah. Yep. I agree with you. I'm on that same page, Trev. Now... I don't like to do this. I mean, I don't know. It's like Juan Soto has carried the Padres. Now, has he hasn't carried them very far, mm. as we know by their record. Uh, so I, I think it's, I think his numbers would look a lot better if like other guys around him were hitting. So like, we, like, do we get to fault him for that? Mookie is the heart and soul of the Dodgers, but he also has like, superstars that are going off around him too so it's it's an interesting debate between these two i have a lean but i'm curious to hear your guys take to see if i can be swayed you want to get me to give you my lean yeah give me your lean i'm leaning mookie Betts over all right soda i'll put jake in a tight spot i'm leaning soto i was pumped to see soto's name on this list Maybe Soto likes playing when everyone else isn't playing well around him. That's kind of what he got used to in Washington. I like seeing Soto's on base at 424. That's kind of his game. Uh, Own the zone, and then he does have 
the slugging at 500. He doesn't have the batting average at three, but he's there. His walk percentage is higher than his K percentage. And his numbers, B-war-wise and F-war, aren't are up there, which means that his outfield, because B-war loves defense, isn't costing him much in left field for them. Padres fans, obviously, you know more than me. Has he been unreliable or reliable? But just guessing, they're not that bad. I uh, He's playing every day. They move him around in the lineup a bunch. He was like one, two, or now it was one, two, three, four. But yeah, I'm going with Soto. I like the on-base. Uh, he's got a higher average than Mookie. Mookie's versatility has actually played well, but this is best outfielder. I mean, so like I he's got him in extra base. Mookie has Juan Soto in extra base hits. He has him in runs. He has him in RBI. And Mookie's walk rate is excellent as well. It's not Juan Soto-like. Runs um, in RBI, Mookie's playing on the Dodgers. And Juan Soto's playing. Well, that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Do we fault Juan Soto for that? I think when when we're looking at numbers and results, we kind of we are. Um, Thirty-four walks to forty-three strikeouts. I like that ratio for Mookie. And yes, outfield his defenses. If you watch him play, he's it's awesome. And yes, he he can play shortstop, second base. But we're talking about outfield here. When he's in the outfield, he's elite as well. Soto How are you wheeled right now? Soto has a fantastic argument. Uh, the on-base percentage, 424, that's special. That might be the best we've seen on this entire page. Uh, the fact that Mookie Betts is out slugging Juan Soto uh, into this fine season is surprising. Uh, I think offensively, Juan Soto is... Ahead above Mookie Betts so far. But I think defensively, Mookie Betts is head and shoulders above Juan Soto. The shoulders win. I'm going Mookie Betts. I'm going Mookie Betts. I mean, Betts Betts has Freddie protecting him. Of course he's got more slugging. He's getting hits in the zone. Who's protecting Who's in the Padres lineup? No one doing anything good. The names are good. Bogarts has protected him a couple times. Nelson Cruz has been behind him for a good chunk. Machado recently. Machado's pretty good. Soto's not getting anything to hit, and he's still slugging and taking his pitches. Mookie's out slugging him. Well, that's what I'm saying. He's getting all his pitches in the zone. Setting the tone. Congrats, Mook. Tried my best. I got a question here before we move on to DH, because we have a guy listed, Nolan Gorman. He was put up some really good numbers, but he's played a lot of second base too. Do we have to revisit second base? Or are we still? Arise would still have him beat. Yeah, Arise makes it easy. Okay, okay, okay. I got a tough time calling Nolan Gorman a DH. He's he's playing a lot of second base. Twenty one starts at DH, and twenty three at second base, and. Five at third base. So, so yeah, I, I kind of see what you're saying there. Because last year, right. last episode, we very much were like, we were like, DH, DH is a tough role. And we, we gave that it should a factor big advantage. In. And McCutcheon more got it last month. Yeah. Month. I mean, yeah, JD got some pretty good numbers. going off. Yeah. He's got some good numbers, J.D. Martinez. 
right, Jake, I won't make you go I last think if, this time in case it's split. Do you want to go first? Uh, and I think my guy Jorge Soler deserves a little love. He's been he he went nut job. Seventeen home runs. Um, he and Arise have been the guys carrying that offense. Um, who? Uh, I'll go J.D. Martinez. Uh, Jim, you mentioned the three, four, five that you want to make a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about the two, three, six? Um, J.D. has been mauling. Uh, fourteen doubles, twelve home runs. Um, ah, uh, but Nolan Gorman hasn't been game significantly because again, this is end of May. So JD has continued to play a little bit, but the at bats aren't that crazy. I'll go JD Martinez. I, I think yeah, JD is a skill. He's got one sixty two at bats, and Gorman has one seventy three, and Kutch has one seventy two. So they're all uh, a little they're similar in the neighborhood. There. But yeah, you're not going to find a number you don't like on JD's slash line because even the batting average starts with two, like you said, but it's two seventy eight. So that's not you know. Walk percentage and K percentage, not great for JD. I expect those to even out a little bit for him. I think with Nolan Gorman, I think he's caught in the middle, and this is a tough a tough uh, team to crack. Like I don't think he's DH'd enough. Yeah, I mean, he's not as There's much There's a chance he'll role. be ineligible for DH next month. Yeah. Depending on what they've got going on. And I don't know if he's been better than JD, and I don't think he's been better than Arias. So that's kind of how the cookie crumbles sometimes. Yes, Sucks the Cardinals are winning all those games and love to get them on here, but... Oh, boy. Oh, that's oh now they're in DMs. 6-11 way. BBD hates birds. You're DMing him. Still Dead in last pictures. place, Cardinals. I'm going J.D. Martinez. Last place in the National League. Yeah. Didn't you guys say they were going to get better? They will. They, they did get better weeks. for like two weeks. It was sweet. They only have to get so much better is the problem. <laughs> they dug a huge hole. They just went back to digging. Pirates are struggling with Oakland right now. And they swept the Cardinals. <laughs> Pirates are in first place, aren't That's they? That's June. They were in first place? Who you guys got for you till? Mm. Trev, you've got a couple of your guy guys on this list. Brian Anderson. Ooh. Ooh. Racking it up for the Brew Crew. Brendan Donovan with the biggest positional flex uh, on the board. Connor Joe, we talked about those Pirates. He's been in the middle of that lineup. Spent Young Spencer Steer trying to sneak his way in here as a versatile first base, third base option, yeah. which has been debated in Utah. Played left field last night. I know it's in June, but it's been debated field last night. in Util circles for years. Uh, what are you seeing here, Trevor Plough? So if we're just going by what we talk about util, I mean, Spencer Steer is not a utility player to me if you're playing corner infield. I agree. You're He's a corner, a corner infielder. infielder. And I got a little bit of a bad taste in my mouth because he was a Twins prospect and we traded him. Mm. For Mally. We. Molly. Yeah, I was in the room for yeah. that. And also, Connor Joe, if we're being serious, I mean. Be serious then. I guess, yeah, that's utility. Let's say first base, 10 games at first base, and then some of the outfield. I'll give I'll give him utility there. I will. If you're going back and forth from the infield and the outfield, I think 
that constitute each Aren't other. you the same guy that talks about old, washed-up Trevor Plouffe trying to learn to play first base and how hard it is? It's difficult. It's difficult. Okay. But the, the, the thing is, I'm looking at Brennan Donovan and all the positions that he's played, even though it's only two at third base, one at shortstop, but he's been kind of everywhere. And that means something to me when you're in the utility role. But his numbers also are just not that great. Well, it goes to be said, he's he's been slightly above league average hitter, and to have a guy be able to play second base, left field, first base, right field, third base, and even a game at shortstop, and be a league average hitter, that in itself is quite impressive. Got 13 ribbies, bro. That being said, I'm going Connor Joe. Connor Joe's been in the middle of Pittsburgh's lineup. He's part of the reason they are still fighting for first place uh, in that NL Centrale. Uh, he's your, your favorite player, Connor Joe. If we're taking Spencer Steer out of it, then Connor Joe's been the most impressive offensively. Am I right about that? Let me look at this. Yes. Yes. So I think I think that's where I'm leaning. Uh, I appreciate the flexibility Brandon Donovan brings, but the, the counting stats aren't there for me. Uh, Brian Anderson is just a tick below Connor Joe in a lot of these stats, although he has more bats than him. Uh, Connor Joe's got him in extra base hits. He's got him in runs. Uh, he only has 17 rubies too. Jeez. I'm going Connor Joe. This is a tough one this this uh, this month. Not a lot of really great options, in my opinion. But I'm going Connor Joe. I think, especially with his, he's in. He's been playing some left field in June now. I think end of this month. June Spencer doesn't Steer. exist. BBD. I'm I know. June doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah. I'm helping you. June's out. I'm saying yet. Steers out for now. Next month he might be in the mix. What's next month? I vote. I'd vote for Donovan. I, I will not abstain this time. Hey, because because Connor Joe is eligible to win the outfield. So I don't. That doesn't make sense to me. So Donovan's not eligible to win any position because he's dispersed so much. Well, what about Tyro Estrada, who won it last year? He's not eligible in this. The bullet. This for this month. Tyro Estrada, Trevor throwing a late wrench. Thanks. Sorry, guys. <laughs> he won it last year and wasn't even listed. Uh, I think he's playing just second base every game now. Yeah. He's playing a lot of second base. Got some shortstop mixed in there. That's kind of like the middle yeah, infield last thing. Month, okay, he's 15, out. He's out. games at shortstop. Yeah. Glad you brought him up again. Well, I just useless noticed he won point, Useless April. point, but I'm glad you brought him up again. But to what Jake said, which is my argument, the fact that Brendan Donovan is truly a utility player, they're not letting him play any position enough to like win out at that position, and is an above-average bat, that's valuable. I know. It's a good, it's a good point, James. Should I, I, very it up? I very much agree, but I think what Connor Joe is providing also at multiple positions. But the, the positions matter. You know, corner, outfield, first base, you Right, you've but Connor, guys, you've seen guys do that that you don't consider athletic. Connor Joe is athletic. Brendan Donovan has two games at third and one at short. So, like a ton at second, you you take those out and it's you've added one position. But it's a middle infield position, which is the whole thing. Yeah. 
We're sticking with Connor Joe. Congrats, Con. Connor Joe. Pitcher. Zach Gallen won it last year. Mm. Last year. Last month. And I don't know. He stays strong. He stays strong. Logan Webb gets into the mix here. His ERA is 275. Which uh, Zach Gallons is two seven two, and Justin Steele, Cubby's Justin Steele, he has the lowest ERA of all pitchers that have started twelve games. Uh, Logan Webb's only started eleven. Damn, Justin Steele just got hurt. That sucks. We hate that. Trev's gonna mention mention Spencer Strider strikeouts. Go on. Those big old feet of his. What do you think it really looks like, Jake? Oh, I know. I know. There's there's certain times in life when it's good to know Peter Moylan. Um, okay. <laughs> literally, he broke he broke this fastest to 100 strikeouts record, right? Yeah. There's a lot of really He's good bra- options Every here. strikeout record is basically striders these days. Crazy. It's pretty nuts. What I mean, Mitch but, Keller's been able to do has been awesome to see. Um, Zach Gallon to me right now is who I'm looking to vote for. I'm pouring over some of these numbers a little bit more. I'm happy for Justin Steele. I love the homers per nine, but Gallon even has him in that. You guys, gonna have two homers in seventy-two and two-thirds innings pitch. I'm going Zach Gallon. Man, I, Strider's got one less game, but Strider doesn't. Just Strider, who yeah, Strider. He's got two games of four earned runs as his most. Where Zach Gallon has won three games of four earned runs or more in the game log. Strider's fucking crazy, dude. There's a lot of really good pitchers right in front of us. Strider has made it through the fifth inning every single game. Gallon hasn't done that twice. I think I just landed on Strider. My vote. Woo! Justin Steele's so interesting, but he might might not be the best pitcher on his staff. <laughs> might be Strowman. Yeah, I looked at his game log, and I know he was injured. So the last couple, three point two, three. Yeah. Um. It's between Gallon and Strider. Um. Hey, uh, we're. We're splitting hairs at this point, but I've got one more start and almost a full game of innings from Zach Allen um, with a lower ERA than Strider. So I'm I'm going Zach Allen. Gallon also has a lower FIP. And uh, uh, Strider's whip. Dude, to have, be such a strikeout guy and have a whip under one. Strider's nuts. He's a sicko. Are we not even mentioning Marcus Stroman in this portion of the show? I just did. Uh, Dalton made the sheet. Um and I guess he leans, <laughs> he leans Steele over Stroman, but Stroman definitely deserved a shout. I know he also has one good start this month, which hasn't happened yet. Okay, I mean, look, I Stroman's got a two five nine ERA, twelve starts. Where does that land him with the other twelve starters that we had? I, I don't best best ERA of any of them. Yeah, Dahl. Oh, oh boy. Three five best. four FIP. Maybe he did it by like war or something. And Dalton Strowman's got a great war. Stats. I think Strowman has it in war as well. Uh, One eighty eight batting average against for Strowman. His game log three point one B war. 
right now. This game log is nuts. Keep snag Dalton quick. I'm going Strowman. I'm going Strowman. His game log is nuts. Snag Dalton quick. He's got one <laughs> six earned run and one five. But I mean six zero, six zero, six two, six zero, six point one two, six one, six one. One dud game against the Twins. Best offense in baseball. His last two yeah. in the month of May were eight innings pitched, two earned runs, nine innings pitched, zero earned runs. Dalton. Jake's Yeah, mad. we need Dalton to Uh-oh. explain Oh, he's himself. so nervous. I'm scared. I'm shaking. What did I do? No Stroman eligible? There's a lot of good pitchers. There's a lot of good pitchers. Yeah. Hop in. I'm over here because I don't like the animosity I'm getting over here. We're just curious. So, top of my head. Yeah. Gallon. Snakes represent <laughs> probably my, the guy I would vote for personally. Yeah, he's gotten votes. Strider. Right. Highest yeah. K is through May. Sure. Keller, our guy. <laughs> right? Our guy. Our guy. Most strikeouts by, in Pirates history before June. Got Pirates history out of here, Tom. Well, also, K's for nine. I think he's second in the NL <laughs> at that point. He's good. So then Justin Steele. I know he got banged up. But right. One of the, I think he was like second or third in war in the NL through May. I think we were just curious. I think Stroman and Stroman Steele and all of these guys have similar arguments. Yeah. Well, did you search by like FIP or something like that? Or uh, just curious? Yeah. So for me, with Steele and Stroman, very similar cases. Right. Um, wins obviously helped Steele, even though wins are not big. Wow. Okay. Um, now we're talking. Again, I, my looking through the two of them, the wars. Between baseball ref and fan graphs, there are some discrepancies. And so it leaned to me for Steele. Okay. Um, I know he also, a little recency bias. Steele's been out. Stroman had the complete game shutty versus the Rays. Right. To end the month. To end the month. I know. Very impressive. Looking at it from the start of the season to now, I still think accumulatively I would go with Steele. But if we're talking June, maybe Strowman's on here. Oh, we're not talking June. But we're not talking June. June does not exist. Exactly. Thank you, Dalton. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you, guys. That, that's all I'm we still needed. shaking, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> you were fantastic. You were lovely. Miss Vito. This is tough, guys. This is tough. I think I'm still going to keep my Zach Gallon vote because of the FIP, and that's what pitchers love to look at. He leads the all of baseball in FIP, I believe. That's bold italic. I'm going Stroman. I'm changing my vote. Lowest DRA, most games pitched. Simple formula for me on a results-based voting. Gallon's ERA is like eerily, I mean, so close, and they both have started all their games. Stroman's game logs, he's got one complete dud. But yeah. hey, to finish the month, shutout versus the Rays is pretty nice. And then he's got how many, how many zero earned runs? One, two, three. Four and then one, two, like two or less. He has 11, I mean, 10, 10 starts, two or less earned runs for Stroman. Gallon has five zeros on his start oh, log. Um, and then he has one, two, three. So he's got eight total if you don't count June of the two or less. Yeah. To, to Stroman's 10. It's a it's a great argument. I'm glad we got to the Stroman point because people would have been really mad if we didn't mention yeah. it. I'm, I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep Zach Gallon though. I'll go Stroman. Why am I last these days? <laughs> speak speak up. What's happened? Be, be quicker. 
Dalton with the wins did move my pencil a little bit. That's fantastic. That's no. <laughs> um, Stroman doesn't really have the strikeouts. I'll go Spencer Strider. Okay. That means Bieber comes into play, right? Is that the tiebreaker? Usually. Okay. I'm on Gallon. Team in first helps. Wow, the incumbent stays. Congrats to Snack Gallon. All right, moving on to the AL. Yes. Oh, shit. Uh, Trev's timeout is in there. That was three minutes. Catcher. Who do we got? Who won last? Can you do last month's yes. winners? Last month in the AL, our catcher was Jonah Heim. First base, Yandy Diaz. Simeon at second base, Jorge Mateo at shortstop. Uh, Matt Chapman at third. Our center fielder was Trout. The other outfielders were Kelnick and Arena. Brent Rooker was the DH. Taylor Walls was the util. And Garrett Cole was our starting pitcher. Mm. He won't be back. Not, not Garrett's best May. Alvarez was DH? Brent Rooker. Oh, wow. Wow. He also won't be back. He, he has a couple not re- no back. returnees uh, here. Uh, are there any landslides, Jake, that you went uh, when you went through this that we can breeze through real quick? Uh, if we're trying to check some boxes, I, I think second base in the American League is the easiest to check. Uh, Marcus Simeon has been out of his dome. Uh, he is in B-war. He is oh in the, he's in the mid-threes. Uh, while nobody else is in the ones. Uh, so, yeah, I, I speak now or forever hold your peace, but Marcus Simeon at second okay base is... Yeah, that's a lock. <laughs> and and that's, uh, that's a double with two pedals, so he's on his way. Um, he has been awesome. I think he's got a hit streak going. Stolen bases, extra base hits, he's incredible. I think also DH, congrats, Jordan. You're just, you're that guy, pal. Brent Rooker fell guy. off, the kids are saying. Yeah, I mean, he's got Shohei beat as a DH. You know, sometimes Jordan tries to do a sneaky try to sneak in as an outfielder, which I don't know if we've got that today, Pop. But um, Jordan will be on the team. So I think those are the two boxes we can at least check for now. Yeah, Jordan's close to being a 3-4-5 guy, but he's not. He's not. What's a 3-4-5 guy? What does that mean? Batting average 300. On base percentage, 400. Oh, I like that. Slugging, 500. I like that. But, yeah, all right, yeah, Yordan wins DH. That's easy. I think that Can't, although Jonah yeah. Heim has put together a very nice season, wow. and I love talking about him, wow. and the Rangers thought, have been so good. I thought you were going to be so pissy about Jonah because he has an argument, but he's not the winner at the AL catching position. In my opinion, it's Adley Rushman uh, at bats. Um, I love the walks to strikeouts. You know that tickles me. 43 walks to 31 Ks. He also leads in homers, um, in runs, barely. I just think that he has changed an entire franchise. I know we're just talking about statistics through May here. It's hard to ignore that fact. 246 plate appearances uh, compared to 190 for Jonah. I'm going Adley. 
for the AL catcher. Yeah, I mean, it's very impressive. He's He leads the league in walks. He has... He leads all these catchers in games played. I think he sat... Looks like four times this season. I mean, catchers don't play that much. He's a throwback to Yachty, Salvi, like that generation of catchers who are playing... He's getting DH at bats when he's not. I'm, yeah, Adley's the easy winner for me. It's good having those young knees. I know uh, dumper dudes up in Seattle want a little Cal Rally love. He's been great. Uh, so is Salvi. I know we mentioned him briefly on the way by. He's got the most ding dongs of 528 <laughs> slugging uh, from Salvi. But Ad- Adley ends up winning out. Um, the on base stuff is insane, what he's doing, especially at this young. Where's he going to be in a couple years? Great job, Adley. Great job, Adley. First base, we do have a three-four-five guy in Yandy Diaz. Mm. He has just been lights out. I think that's a landslide, unless you guys have some weird argument that I can't foresee. I mean, Rizzo gets some love because he's having a good season. He's the you know you, you, Rizzo was the guy everyone looked at and was like, is the uh, shift restrictions going to help his average? So far, yes. He's hitting three oh four, having a nice year. But Yandy Diaz is hitting three ten. The 410 on base percentage and a 580 slugging. Walking more. Yeah. Yeah. He's doing everything well. Yeah, I agree. Yandy's Yandy's our guy. He's almost one dotting. He's got a 180 WRC plus, which until we get to the AL outfield, wink wink, I think might be the best we've seen. Yeah. Uh Yandy's incredible. Now we're giving out a new. Pedal at shortstop since Mateo fell off. Had a crazy Ooh. April and a bear out of May. And you do have another guy in the mid threes in uh, war, Jake. Another A.N.D. from TBR, Wander Franco. I'm hoping somebody takes the cheese because this is a delightful AL East matchup. Bo Bichette. Um, Constantly just leads the American League in hits the past three years now. Um, he's a hitting machine. Jim, you said you like that. Uh, he's not three, four, and five, but he's 333 batting average. That's pretty incredible. A 525 slugging and 895 OPS. Um, I would have to ask my Toronto fans how Bo's defense has been on the whole. I know there's usually highs and lows that come with it. I know last time I was watching him, I saw some of those highs and lows. The problem is he is dueling with Wander Franco, who uh, I think his defense consistently is a little more there. Offensively, I was going to say on the whole is a little lesser than Bo Bichette, but that is before you get to our OPS S plus stat because Wander Franco has 20 stolen bases to Bo Bichette's two. Um, and I think that is truly the difference maker here. Wander hit a ball last night, and this was in June, so it doesn't count, but he hit a ball, just a regular line drive to the left of center field, or I guess to the right of center field, excuse me, and there was never a thought in his mind for it to be a single. Out of the box double, and he just cruised in there, and you just see why he's such a dynamic player. He can really he can really do it all on the field. And in a game where we had some stars, I mean, what, what, what the Rays have been able to do, uh, the numbers they've been able to put up, 
I thought Wander was Wander was the best player on the field. I wow. think I'm going to go Wander here, even though I really, really like and I love Bobachet. I love his swing. I think his I here's a compliment for Bobachet. Okay. I think it's the prettiest swing in baseball right now. Mm. Do you care at all that Wander splits have him better home and away, and Bobachet is just dominating home and away? Does that do anything for you? Doesn't do enough for me. I'm voting Wander. He's got the base running and the defense. Bo's got him in the offensive stats, but OPS S plus our stat, whatever. The steals are so big, especially in the game right now, and defense in general at that position specifically. Mon- uh, yeah, uh, Wander. I was going to say Launder, Yonder, but then it is actually mm. Wander leads in F4 and B4 as well. Yeah. I think that he's uh, he's he's our choice. I don't know if you are going to vote differently, Jake. I already voted. was the first vote. You did? What would you say? I'm Wander. Oh. I said oh. Wander wins. Jake pointed out the steals thing. Yeah, I heard that. Uh, hey, be more vocal this episode, will you? Yeah. Uh, well, I'll be more vocal about this, Trev. Uh, <laughs> the AL shortstop is in a really good position because the four guys listed on our sheet... Jeremy Pena, 25. Bobby Witt Jr., 25. Bo Bichette, 25. Wander Franco, 22. Which one of those guys would you let date your daughter? Uh, All of them, to be honest. Shortstop. Big league shortstop. Yeah, I mean, come on. (laughs) You know, playing shortstop in the show, baby. I tell Bobby Witt to clean up the facial hair, but everyone's good. Jeremy Pena, wow, powerful for Boba us. Bobichette would beat the crap out of you. Okay. Now maybe the ugliest position on the board. Or no, excuse Ooh. me, that was NL third base. We actually have a good conversation at AL third base. Yeah, Chapman won. Uh, he had a great April. His May wasn't as great, but his numbers are still good. But our guy, thick neck Josh Young, mm. has... The average, better than everyone else. He has OBP better than everyone besides Jose Ramirez. Um, Josh Young has slugging better than everyone else, and he has the highest OPS. He has the second highest B-War behind Chapman and the second highest F-War behind Chapman. He has the highest runs weighted runs created plus. So there's a little dance going on here. For sure, between Chapman, Young, Isak Paredes. I don't know if he's really dancing at all. But J-Ram, if you like him. Lurking. Lurking for now. First time in the history of all JM Team Devers is not in contention. Wow. What a run by him. I don't know. I kind of like what Josh Young's got on this sheet. I can dig a little deeper, but that's my early lean. Hmm. Jose Ramirez, I always like to mention 24 walks, 20 strikeouts. You know what he can do defensively. He's uh, he's not going to get my vote this month. I think I'm going to go with Chapman. I think he's done enough cumulatively. <laughs> Bias. Keep the vote. Yeah, I am biased. I am <laughs> trying to hang out with him in a couple of days. So he's like, hey, bro, <laughs> if you don't vote for him, I can hang out. He didn't say that. No, I think I think it is. I mean, look, yes, Josh Young is right there, and we love him too on this show. He's a, he's a, a fixture of talking baseball. 
But if you're looking at extra base hits, which I like out of my third baseman, Chapman's got it. 21 doubles, seven homers. That's 28. Josh Young with 24. Um, gosh, he is driving in some runs, though. Mm. I don't know. You, you misspoke. Chapman does have the OBP in this category as well, James, with the 366. My bad. I think if you add up the player defensively, what they've done offensively, I think Chapman still wins. So I'm voting for Chapman. Chapman and Young have the same outs above average at third base, which is and runs prevented, which is kind of interesting. He looks the part at third. Yes. How about Cabrian Hayes? His outs above average is not sober at third base. He's freaky deaky at third. J Ram mm-hmm. has both of them beat. I, I'm going to go Young then. How do you like that? I mean, Young has the Young Jake. has slug right. He's got him on the slug. Josh Young's slug is five thirty one. Third base. So yeah. I said in the yeah. NL. Good point. I like that Good point. Position. I like pop Good from point, that position. James. Josh Young, number one in AL assists at third base. Mm, a lot of balls hit to you. Getting the he most is action. making plays. <clears throat> Matt Chapman, number one in extra base hits in the AL. But he ain't slugging higher than Josh Young. Your AL third baseman. Congratulations to first-time winner Josh Young. Hey, hey, hey. Wow. I have no problem with that at all. The no Texas problem with that Rangers at all. are a problem, people. And he's a big part of it, man. And Bochy. No look at, look at their batting orders. These old managers come in and just fucking go, ooh, enough with your stupid tricks. This is my lead-off guy. This is my tool guy. This is my third, and this is my fourth. And you can shut up. Nice when he's got those guys, too. Well, you didn't know if these guys were going to be those guys. Josh Young, five-hole every single game. Simeon and Seager. Yeah, that's very nice. Yeah. All right, outfield. We got to do center field first because it is a conversation. We have a lot of eligible mm. center fielders. You got Kevin Kiermeyer. You got Cedric Mullins the second, although he is hurt. You got Luis Robert and uh, Mike Trout. And I... This is chaos. Think we this might have <laughs> two. We might have two outfielders that are center field eligible to come let's out. Let's just of give this. Aaron Judge. Let's just give Aaron Judge's pedal. Congratulations, you're one of our outfielders, right? We just snapped. I mean, that he's out got here. a six seventy nine slug. He's it's yeah, pretty well. So earned. you're in. You're um, in. Congrats, Judgey. A two ninety eight batting average that hurts his three four five chances because it would have been a three four six guy. <laughs> I really back to center field. I, I I can't not do this. My vote for center field is going to KK. I know what he can do defensively. Shit. I know what he can do defensively, and the fact unless he unless they're platooning him or not playing him a lot. Ah, the at-bats are kind of light. Very light. I love KK. He's been so good in the outfield. I was seeing if Trout's been playing like other outfield. He hasn't. Trout's been playing center. I want to go see Kiermaier. Oh, golly. Um, Because the fact that Kiermaier's on this list and doing what he does in center field 
is nuts. Because I think my other spot is going to be taken. So this is, for me personally, Kiermeyer and Trout. Which, how about Kevin Kiermeyer? One-year deal, gets out of Tampa. Damn it. He's made some insane catches out there. I am voting for Kevin Kiermeyer uh, because when going to bed the other night, I watched videos of him making catches. <laughs> and that's just true. He just won center field? No. No, Jimmy no. hasn't fully cast his ballot. Yeah. Um, oh. You guys need to speak up. I've spoken for Kevin Kiermeyer. Yeah, I don't think I can do it. He doesn't start against lefties. He's not an everyday center field everyday. He's a he's a he's a most of the days players, but he is in the eight and nine spot where Trout is an everyday center fielder. Trout just doesn't play when Otani pitches because they're like whatever. Does Otani, the fact Otani's that Kevin back. Kiermaier has a higher weighted runs created plus than Mike Trout do anything for you? It does, man. I was really, really thought I was going to vote Kiermaier, but I've kind of set my own things that I like. And you look at Trout, and he's playing center field. Fucking just nonsense. The numbers are eerily similar. He's He's got an 886 OPS to an 891 for Trout. He's got a 521 slug to a 522 for Trout. A 365 to a 369 OBP. Whoa. Whoa. He's so much better defensively than Trout. Not that Trout's bad, but I mean, Kiermaier's, Kiermaier's got the highest outs above average as a center fielder today, right now. Might be the best to like ever do it as an argument. I'll go, I'll go Kiermaier. I'm going to give him his due. I'll center go field, center well. field is different. I will. Wow. We like, our, we like defense in center field. We do. The catch he made the other day might have been June. The catch he made the other day made George Springer react like a little leaguer. George Springer has watched a lot of baseball. And he was shocked at the ball Kevin Kiermeyer got to. Yeah. I mean, he could be you could take all of Kiermeyer's slash line and drop it 20, 30 points on every one of them, and you'd Still be like discussion. Shit, that's awesome to get that out of Kiermeyer when you get the defense. So the fact that he's like really going. Why are the Blue Jays winning? There are a couple games over five hundred. Might sneak up on the Yanks soon. Nice. Judge out. The final outfield is, position is brought to you by DraftKings. Trev, stop it. DraftKings. America's top rated sports book app. And baseball season is rolling and hit it out of the park. We actually if you're listening to this on Wednesday when this comes out, we've got our uh, talking baseball parlay that'll be out there. Rack up a couple bets, win big, and download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Sign up with code Talking. You can bet five dollars and get two hundred dollars in bonus bets instantly. That's code Talking only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. As I was saying, we put ourselves into a little bit of a pickle here because now we've already cast for Judge. We have Kiermaier in center. Now there's a couple guys here I think we're going to be talking about. And if Mike Trout doesn't win a pedal, is it the first time he's never won a pedal? Uh, so he, he got he hurt. Dazied, he, got, he, he got hurt last year even with injuries. 
and that was all center field. Uh, he did not pedal in May of 21. He did not pedal. Yeah, 21, he was just out. 21, he got hurt, hurt. So if when he's been playing, (laughs) pedaled every single year. It'd be the first time he's played and not pedaled. Oh, my. This is history, possibly. Because you're talking about Randy Rosarena and Mike Trout, right? Uh, Might have another Ray in there, too. Yeah. Might have a Ranger in there. You got options. Lowe's been better than Randy. Like somewhat. I mean, Randy okay. a lot more played appearances. Yeah, they platooned low for a chunk of it. This is this is probably <laughs> the most difficult decision that we've had in, in in all JM team history right here. It's it's silly. It's silly that Adolis is barely in the conversation for how good he has been. He is, if you like some of the old school numbers, he might drive in 150 this year, uh, part of that offense. Kelnick has fallen off a little bit. You remember he was involved in this. Even Doogie snuck on the bottom of the sheet. His numbers ain't bad. I'm voting Randy Rosarena for our final outfield spot. Trev, the reason you did that is he has a 163 WRC+. plus. Um, Jimmy mentioned his teammate Josh Lowe. That's how we pronounce that one. Josh Lowe has some crazy numbers, even double the stolen bases as Randy. Yeah, he's got 13 stolen bases, 304 average. He's got higher average slugging and OPS than Randy and more stolen bases. Run Weighted runs created plus basically the same. Um, his walker it stinks. While well, Randy's getting on at a four oh seven clip, uh, Jim, I but he's got eleven homers and twelve doubles. Is he hitting against lefties at all? I remember they weren't playing him against lefties. The start of the year he wasn't. I got too many tabs open, and it's confusing because they have two lows, low low. Right. The start of the year, he was not playing every day. Like, he didn't play a lot in, I don't know if he got hurt in April uh, at all. He has been playing, let me see. Yeah, didn't play against this lefty, didn't play against this left. doesn't play against lefties. 17 at-bats versus lefties. Fucking out. He gets Perdomo'd. Raise. It's Randy for me, too. Um, he's, uh, he's the best to ever do it. The only person that could take out Mike Trout, <laughs> fittingly enough, might be Randy Rosarena. Kevin Kiermeyer <laughs> booted Mike Trout from the center field position on the all-JM team. I don't know if I agree with that. It's a massive moment. I don't know if I agree with us, but it's locked. Cast your vote. I cast in my vote. That's oh, I'm man, talking about Kiermeyer. so mad oh. at us. Oh, Angels Randy. fans, you guys hate Angels players. Angels can suck, bud. Shohei's <laughs> not going to get a pedal this month. I thought they were Trout's good. not going to get a pedal this month. I thought when I said they had a bad offseason, I was dumb as shit, and they were actually really good. Cedric Mullins, Robert, barely get mentioned. My goodness. 
My goodness. We already gave our DH position to Jordan. Mm. Can he pitch? What we have left is the util and the starter in the American League. In April, Taylor Walls won this. I think he's got some competition this month. And really here, we do have some real deal utility players in the American League. Lots of guys going all over the place. Although Taylor Walls, is he utility or is he just a utility infielder? Mm. Is the question. Because <laughs> you can say the same thing, same thing about Geo. He's played every single infield position, but no outfield. We got Whit Merrifield with 13 games and left, mostly a second baseman. So I don't even know if I consider him. Uh, I well, guess we tried I'd to give punish him that. Connor Joe for his utility being outfield and. and, and- yeah. So. Zach McKinstry's really been doing it, although most of his games are in the infield. He's got nine games in right field. He's moved all over the infield. This is a, this is an interesting discussion for me. For me, it comes down to Walls and McKinstry, which, hello, all JM. Fire me up. Um, you know, we talked about those second-place Tigers in May a little bit. Um. A 400 on base for Zach McKinstry. 10 steals for him? For me, it's McKinstry. You got a middle infield spot. You got the hot corner. You got right field. Uh, He, in May, became an everyday player and their leadoff hitter. And his numbers are crazy. So I'm going McKinstry. Congratulations, Zach McKinstry. Yeah. Zach McKinstry, OJM. Let's go, baby. Mm. Fire me up. Are you pumped for Jake Marsnick? Excuse me? Are you happy for him? Not really. You know I'm not the biggest of the Jakes. Yeah. I saw him track down a ball the other day. He's always been able to do that. Okay. Big fudge. Excuse me? That's what it says his nickname is. Didn't know that. Starting pitcher. Oof. Shane McClanahan's one. the only one that got 12 games started on our list here. And a 207 ERA. Sonny Gray has 11 games started, a 194 ERA. Those are the two uh, for me in contention. Because I mean, Eovaldi is, but he's done. Mm-hmm. He's been so dominant at points. He's had a couple blow up starts, but. For the most part, just been ones and zeros, Jake, if you remember my award that I gave him. I do remember that. Hmm. The simulation award. Ones and zeros. I will start off giving my vote, and and you guys, oh, you're going to be biased. Sonny Gray has my vote. Uh, He has the lowest FIP of any pitcher in this discussion, and he has not allowed a home run yet. Not one, mm. not which I think has not really one. gotten me. June doesn't exist. Not one yet. home run. June doesn't exist. Exactly. Thank you. I wish I wish Mac didn't get owned by those Yankees. Oh, wow. wow, what a blight! He'd have wow. like a zero zero ERA if it wasn't for those Bronx Bombers. Mm. Sorry you have to face Higashioka every now and then, Shane. 
I'll go Sonny. I mean, he's got the lowest ERA. It's, it's one game difference, but we're looking at two months now, not one month. And Sonny didn't win it in May or April when he earned it. He's played some tougher teams because that was it. He had a really light schedule. He's played some tougher teams. Um, not crazy, too. I don't even know. Man, Sonny. Okay. He's neither. Eh, I'll go Sonny. It's just odd to look at Sonny and, and, and see the pedal winner and not see like one um, eight inning start or like 7.2. Mm. But it's not a knock. He's he's got two seven inning starts, but he yeah he's got a lot of uh, a lot of five and fly. Call it, call yeah. it how you want to call it. I mean, like a I, lot of five and fly. To... A lot of a lot of only three times he's made it into the seventh inning. One was June, so it doesn't count. So two times he's made it through the seventh inning, and two times he's made it through the sixth inning. You would you would l- think you would see more of those out of a pedal winner. But his numbers are good. His pitch count gets up there quickly. He does walk a few people. Um, his whip is the highest, although it's still just a one point one. Um, but he's been able he's been able to limit damage because he hasn't allowed a freaking home run. In today's day and age, I mean, you're talking about. Yeah. I mean, you just look at eleven like a, starts. You look at Evaldi, and it's just way more. You know, he's got two complete games. He's got yes. one. He's got one eight point two outing. He's got one eight inning outing. He's got one seven. He's got three six. So you're looking at eight starts where he completed the sixth inning, and on Sunny Gray it was. My vote goes to Nathan Evaldi. Mom Evaldi. That game log is very. Woo! That game log is very impressive. He's doing way more to help his bullpen, and still getting like similar. Like every game, you're getting a winning effort. Sorry, Sonny. I thought I was voting for you, but that. That, that swayed me. The numbers on Sonny are really good, but I haven't seen like a game log of a guy who's like pitched look look like this. It's just a weird. It's interesting. It's just he just gets his pitch count up there. Avaldi, Sonny's been great. Eleven starts each of them. Avaldi has fourteen more innings. Yeah, and I wonder if that you matters. do. It does. I, a, I don't mind you guys picking about him. I'm happy what, you did. I just gave him my simulation award. Like this guy has been absolutely lights out. There you go. There you have it. All JM team April through May is final. Appreciate you. We got them all right. All of them are right. I can't believe you didn't pick my favorite player. No Angels, no Mariners. Uh oh. What are we going to do? We got a tiger, though. (laughs) And a pirate.